Can a church say amen? Can a church say praise the Lord? Can a church say hallelujah? Aren't you glad to know today that Jesus loves you? Praise the Lord. What a blessing today. We give God all the glory and honor and the praise for all his blessings and his favor in our lives. The scripture says that, that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. So we bless his holy name. We give honor to God in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And thank him for his goodness and his kindness and his favor in our lives. And thank him especially for this week and last week, I should say, vacation Bible school and, and how great a week we had. And as Sister Lewis has already mentioned, thank God for all those who came and who taught the classes and for those who, who volunteered and everything that was done. It was such a beautiful week. And we acknowledge your brother and sister Frakes and thank them for their contributions this week and for brother and sister Carlton and, and Janice Wilson. And, you know, we just thank God for them, sister Angel and sister Lewis and brother Nehemiah and my, my sisters and my mom. And just thank everyone for their contributions this week. And, uh, the, uh, the Robinsons in their absence and the Hagans in their absence today. We just thank God for everyone's contribution, all you've done to bring it about. And as I often say it, and the church just don't happen by itself. And these all of us together. And even Brother Lewis and Brother Nehemiah, thank God for them and their contributions this week. It's just such a blessing to have a church family as you all have been to us. And we just thank you for all your contributions and and I heard what I wanted to hear yesterday. Someone said, you know, Pastor, you have such a great church family, you know, loving family. And that's what it's all about. So we just thank God for all of you and your contributions to Shadydale. And pray you continue to be blessed by what you do for us here at Shadydale. Continuing to the word of God, looking at Old Testament passages of Scripture, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1. When you find it, say Amen. Isaiah 40 and verse 1, we read, and I read again from the New King James Version. And it reads as follows. Comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her, that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned. For she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted. Every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and our flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. For our New Testament passage of scripture, we're in the gospel of John chapter 11. We're moving on. Amen. John's gospel chapter 11 in verse 1. When you find it, say Amen. Gospel of St. John, chapter 11, and verse 1, we read, Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother, Lazarus, was sick. Therefore the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death. But for the glory of God, that the Son of God might, may be glorified through it. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. 
Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go on. Let us go to Judah again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you. And are you going there again? Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. This morning, I want to share with us briefly from the subject, the Christian experience. We are connected to Jesus. We are connected to Jesus. Let us pray. Gracious God, our Father, we bless your name. We thank you for this beautiful day that you have given us. For this is the day that the Lord has made and we rejoice and we're glad in it. Thank you for another beautiful Father's Day, Lord. And we know that you are our Father and we can say our Father which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For Lord, thine is the kingdom and thine is the power and thine is the glory forever and ever. We bless your holy name. Now bless your people today as we share your eternal word. Anoint us afresh, O Lord, that your word might go forth, that your people might be blessed, Lord, and stayed and terrified as we do your will, and you in heaven glorified, Lord. As we often say here at Shady, they'll be thou glorified. And we want to thank you and bless your holy name and praise you for it's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Our subject today is the Christian experience. We are connected to Jesus. And we've been sharing from this theme, and I hope that it causes us to reflect on our lives, our daily lives, and how we see ourselves and how we treat one another. And most of all, how we live before God each day. Because the most important word in this theme is the word Christian. Because I want us to live Christ-like in the way we live our lives every day. Not just on Sunday morning. Not just during vacation Bible school. But every day of our lives. Reflecting his power his transformation in our hearts we want to know him as our lord and our personal savior not grandma's religion and what she taught us but to know him for ourselves that he's living and he's alive within us we're talking about the christian experience we are connected to jesus and in our old testament passage of scripture in isaiah 40 i hope we we remember this text of scripture as we look forward to know that god does have a plan for our lives a plan that we can understand and a plan that every time we think about our life's journey, we can say that truly, truly God knows where we are and what we're going through. Isaiah 40 and verse 1 says, comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and crowd to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. See, God's plan is that people live free from sin. He don't want you to live here and die in your sins. And he's challenging us to cry out to mankind, to let the world know that the good news of the gospel is that, that he came to die for your sins. That you might be set free from your sins. He wants us to tell somebody that Jesus died on the cross for their sins and they don't have to live in sin anymore. They can live for Jesus today. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. We can't keep silent about this, 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 this gospel. We've got to let somebody know that who's going on the wrong road that they can get on the right road. The highway of the king. 
It says, every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough places smooth. See, there are many people who are going through trials and tribulations in this journey. They still need to know the good news that God's going to work it out for them. Even in the low valleys and the high mountains and the rough places and the, and the difficult places, God is still working in their lives. And sometimes we feel like God may have abandoned us or left us on the side of the road by ourselves. But the Lord wants us to know that he's always with us. What did he say in his word? He said that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe whatsoever I've commanded you. And what? Lo, I'll be with you always, even unto the end of the world. Even when we have a new president or even with our current president or a new congressman or senator, no matter what goes on in our world, God promised to be with us. He'll be with us unto the very end. And it says, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and our flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So we need to trust in him and know that whatever is going on in our lives, God is working things out. And it's not about us. It's about his glory. It's about his plan for our lives. It's about what he wants to do in your life and mine. That his name might be lifted up. And his name in heaven glorified throughout all the world. We want to be the kind of people that he wants us to be in this world. Our, our, our subject tells us that we are connected to Jesus. In John's gospel, we see that Jesus came to the world. That you and I might have life by believing on his name. John's gospel was written that we might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God. That he came in the flesh. And he was God in the flesh. So that we might believe in him and have everlasting life. And sometimes we miss that. And we know, we hear it often said that, you know, Jesus was just a good man and whatever not. But we want to serve him as God. Amen. God with us in the flesh. So he proved that we could live here on this earth. Yes. That's why he came. Yes. So that he could know what we go through. Yes. You know, the trials and the burdens that we have to carry from time to time. He came to live on this world so we could know, so he could know our burdens and our cares and when we cast all our cares upon him, we know that he cared for us because he came and lived here, too. And John 3:16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. We had that life by faith. We know we're going to die on this earth, but we're gonna, we also know that we're going to live again because we believe in his son. Isn't that what he did? He came and he died on the cross. But he rose on the third day, and now he's seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you and me. This is the gospel that we preach, so that men and women, boys and girls, would come out of darkness into the marvelous light. And today we're in John's gospel, chapter 11, and the beginning of one of the greatest stories in the New Testament, when Jesus raised Lazarus from the grave. And it was one of those things, those, those turning point moments in his mystery, ministry where uh, the Jews finally decided, we've got to get rid of this man. <laughs> He's doing too many wonderful things, and we won't be able to stop him. But I want us to see this story today in the beginning, to see that we are still connected to Jesus Christ. Jesus didn't come here as a royal king to sit on the throne and, and point at us and, 
and make light of us. But he came to be connected to you and I. And in this passage of scripture, I want to see three things to show that we are connected to Jesus Christ. The first thing I want to see in John chapter 11, beginning in verse 1, it says, We all can be connected to Jesus. No matter what our lineage or family or what goes on in our lives, we all can be connected to Jesus Christ. Look at verse 1, it says, Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. And I want to love about this passage is it lets us know that Jesus had a great human connection. He didn't just live here as a son of God and go back. He made friends of people right here on earth. And we love that song that we hear, you know, I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. And I want you to know today that you too can be a friend of God. You can know Jesus in a very personal way. That when you call on him, you know that he's connected to you. He's not just going to pass you by in life. Because you know him for yourself. You're not dependent on him because grandmama knew him. Our granddaddy knew our today's Father's Day. It's because your father knew him. But you can know him for yourself. And call on him in your time of need. Say, Jesus, you know, I know you love me. Why don't you come and see about me? I'm in trouble right now. Come and see about me. I want you to know that we can all be connected to Jesus Christ. So the scripture says a certain man named Lazarus was sick. Have you ever been sick? Didn't feel too well? Didn't know who to call on? You called on the doctor and he was like, you know, I don't want to call the doctor because the bills are going to be too high. But you can call on the name of the Lord. They that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. What I come to learn about salvation is it's not just about being saved from sin. Sometimes you need to save you from some trouble that you might be in. And you need to be able to call on him by name because he knows your name. He knows you. It goes on to say the, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. He didn't just call it Bethany. He called it the town where Mary and Martha and Lazarus live. Do you know that he know where you live? He can pass by your house and help you with going on in your, your address. Don't look at Jesus as somebody who lives somewhere way far away. Sitting up in throne, on the throne in heaven. He don't care about you. He cares about your everyday need. I want you to know that we all can be connected to Jesus. And it goes on to say a very personal story. It says, it was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil, wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. See, that's a personal relationship right there. One that where we know that, that this was a story that the Bible says, and Jesus said, everywhere in the world, this story is going to be told, what, what she did for me. We're talking about a personal, one-on-one relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what I want you to have. 
No, it'd be, it would not be good for you to live around shady there all your life and not know Jesus for yourself. Jesus is not going to have any barriers between you and him. No matter what you have done, we heard it said that Mary was a prostitute. My God, if a prostitute can get close to Jesus, what about you? Don't walk around thinking, well, you know, I don't, it's, too, it's too late for me now. I, I done done too many wrong things. No, I want you to know today. Whatever you have done, it will not keep you away from Jesus Christ. You can be connected to Jesus so close that you can bend your head at his feet. My God, hallelujah. You can have a relationship with Jesus Christ today. I want you to know that we can be connected to Jesus Christ. And she goes on to say, Lord, him who you love is sick. In other words, I know you know me. Don't just throw my mail in, in foul 13. I want you to touch me. I want you to come on through for me. I want you to meet me at the point of my need. We all can be connected to Jesus Christ. I'm talking about the Christian experience today. We are connected to Jesus. Look at 1 John chapter 4. I want you to know that we are connected to Jesus. 1 John 4 and 15 says, whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. He who abides in love abides in God and God in him. I'm telling you today that we are connected to Jesus Christ. You don't have to live apart from God. You don't have to walk through here by yourself. You don't have to fend, fend against the enemy on your own. You can have Jesus living in you and you can live in him. Hallelujah. The Christian experience, we are connected to Jesus. The second thing I want us to see today is that our lives are connected to his glory. Our lives are connected to his glory. Look at verse 4. John chapter 11 and verse 4 says, When Jesus heard that he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. See, I want us to know that our lives are connected to his glory. And even when it seems like nothing is going on, when it seems like our lives are, are being spent in darkness or are separated from God. You know, there are times in your journey, in this Christian journey, where it seems like God ain't saying nothing. And I'm going to tell you, when that time comes, don't give up on God. There will be times in your life you can pray all night long. Seem like God ain't doing nothing. Like he don't even hear you. But I want you to know that he is still on the way. We are connected to his glory. And the things that we go through in life, God ain't going to let you down. 
I remember I, I was young and I asked my mom, has God ever let you down? And she said, no, he ain't never let me down. He may allow you to go through some trials and some burdens and some things, but he's not going to let you down. He's not going to leave you out there for his name's sake. He ain't going to let you down. And how do we pray? We say, Father, in Jesus' name, he ain't going to let you down. And everything we go through in life, when we serve him, it's going to connect us with his glory. And he says in this scripture, now, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified through it. See, we got to go through something in this journey. You can't have a testimony, they say, unless you have some kind of test. And when you have the test, you know how you pass the test because you took the test. And when you take the test and pass the test, you can tell anybody, my God brought me through. Hallelujah. We are connected to him. And I want you to know today that God is not going to leave you alone. He's going to bring you through because his name is on the line. And when his name on the line, he got to do something sooner or later. He got to come through for you. Because we believe in him. We're relying on him. We're leaning on the Lord. We come this far by faith. The songwriter said, leaning on the Lord. Trusting in his holy word. He ain't never, he ain't never failed me yet. Glory to God. I didn't mean to get this happy today, but I want you to know we're connected. We're connected to him. In the trying times, hold on when it seemed like he waited. He said two days he waited, but oh, he's still coming. He's coming to see about you. Glory to God. Look at 1 Peter chapter 5 as we hasten along. My God. 1 Peter Chapter 5, verse 10 says, But may the, the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory, by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory. And the dominion forever and ever. Amen. See, the things you're going through in life, that's not a mistake. God ain't forgot about you. But there's some things he got to transform in your life to make you a little bit better, to make you a little bit stronger. My God, we are connected to his glory. And when you come through a trial, don't you feel better? Don't you feel like you can take on anything? We are connected to his glory. The third thing and the last thing today, stay, we need to stay connected to the light. Stay connected to the light. Look at John 11 and verse 8. It says, the disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you, and you are going there again? Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble. Because he sees the light of this world. But if if one walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. See, that's why we need to stay connected to the light. See, the the disciples were were kind of getting worried about, you know, you getting ready to go back. They just tried to kill you the other day. 
Didn't we talk about that last time? They took up stones. They didn't try to take They took up the stones. And the Bible lets us know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. See, that, 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 that means that sometimes, every once in a while, they're going to make the weapons. Amen, somebody. They're going to make the weapons, and sometimes you're going to see the weapon. But guess what? It ain't going to prosper at all. Because why? You need to stay connected to the light. And when you stay connected to the light, you ain't got to worry about the nighttime. Because everywhere Jesus is, the light is still shining. And you know, the criminals don't like to work in the light. Most times they like to work in the dark. They don't want everybody to see what they get ready to do. But if you walk in in the light, you stay connected to the light, he ain't going to let you fall. We're talking about the Christian experience. We are connected to Jesus. And we need to stay connected to him. And it seems like these disciples were a little bit worried. But I want you to know that don't be worried. Just stay connected. You, when it's all over, you're going to have something to sell. You know, you know, me and Jesus, we walked all the way back to Judea after they decided to stone him. And they still didn't stone us. Just stay connected to the light. He'll take care of you in the storms of life. He says, are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. And sometimes in his life, you can know you're in trouble. But as long as you know you got Jesus on your side, you can keep on going on. And then the song started says, I feel like going on. Though trials come. On every hand, I feel like I'm still going to keep on going on. So he says, stay connected. But if one walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. See, this light is not just all around you, but this light is in within you. So that when the dark times come, just look within. Look on the inside and see Jesus shining inside of you. So that others can see Christ. And they're like, Who's that light going through the darkness? That's Jesus on the inside, shining. In the songwriter tells us to let our light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Stay connected to the light. Let's look at 1 John chapter 1, verse 6 as we close. Very familiar scripture. 1 John 1, 6 says, If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. I want us to stay connected today. I want us to walk in the light, the beautiful light. Come where the dew drops of mercy shine bright. Lord, let it shine all around us by day and by night. Jesus, the light of the world. Today I want us to understand today the Christian experience. We are connected to Jesus. Let us stand together.